sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. We're back. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick McCarty. And uh, before we get too far into everything, we should talk about uh, the most important thing that everybody's excited about right now. Uh, they made a sequel to uh, the movie from last year with Liv from iZombie, A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was... Is she in it again? Yeah. I saw, it's on Netflix, right? Of course, yeah. <clears throat> was the first one on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw the ad for it. I didn't know it was related. I guess I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I, I guess that'll be this weekend's entertainment. Oh my god, the uh, the I, reason I found out about it was from a vulture thing, and the the headline is "A Christmas Prince: The Royal Wedding" is just as ridiculous as the original, which you would hope for. <laughs> it wasn't good, and that was, it was awful. It was the only reason I watched it was because because she was in it, and she didn't make it any better. No, it was just bad. But I still liked it. Yeah, I mean, well, she couldn't have, nobody could have made it better. No, yeah. No. I, I wonder if she is more famous for that series of movies than she is for iZombie. I, I have to believe she is, because uh, even though iZombie's on Netflix, that's, you know, I think more people watch those cheesy movies than watch iZombie. Well, when you look at her IMDb, you know they put the most famous things first, and, oh, she was in Lovely Bones. I never saw that. No, me either. So that's her most famous thing. And second is iZombie. Third is Petals on the Wind. Oh, wow. What the hell? Is, is that a, like a... That's either a romance novel or a V.C. Andrews novel. I can't tell. Uh, it is a movie with Heather Graham. Oh, V.C. Andrews. You're right. Very good. And she was in the... I guess she was a child actress. She was also in the piano. Yeah, the Christmas thing doesn't come up till fourth. So maybe iZombie is more popular than we think. Oh, good. It, it is on the CW. Um. Yeah, I guess that's true. I feel like, no, you're right. I guess more people probably have basic cable than have Netflix. <clears throat> well, more people have, like, not even basic cable. Uh, yeah, it's I don't on, know what you call regular, it. Like It's on regular TV. Antenna TV, yeah. 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 She's in an episode of a TV show called oh, I'm Sorry, which I have not watched. I've heard it was good, though. So that's the one with Tom Everett Scott. It's also on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. I keep... it, does, it doesn't run on Netflix, right? No, no. I think they just yeah. have the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just keep seeing it popping up. Uh, yeah, I know. I I should see The Lovely Bones. I mean, it's such a pretty title. I'm sure it's a very joyful movie. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, so, what's, so I've been on vacation, and then we had holidays and all kinds of stuff. You're always busy on the weekends. I don't know what you do. I never understand what people do with their free time. I'm like, doesn't everybody just sit at home and watch TV? Well, I do do that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bangkok is a great city. So fucking hot, we couldn't do... We did like a quarter of the shit we wanted to do. And then we were just like, let's go to the mall. It's air-conditioned. I didn't know you were going there. Yeah, I we went to Bangkok and Macau Are you saying and Hong that Kong. happened when you were on the plane? Yeah, exactly. Went to the mall on the plane. Sky Mall. It's the the mall inside your mind. Um, yeah, no, it was. I mean, 
it was like miserably hot. It was so hot. Like there were three nights we didn't even eat dinner. We were, it was just so hot. We felt gross. I thought that was a setup for a joke and your punchline really didn't deliver. I know I got to work on those. I'm good at the setups. Uh, yeah, no, it was, ugh. but then, I mean, Hong Kong was awesome. As it always is. Macau is like the Las Vegas of China. So we only stayed two days there, which was just enough time. And I don't Did you gamble? No, no gambling. <laughs> well, I mean, there is other stuff to do there once you get away from the casinos, uh, which is nice. But yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty gaudy and like tons of tourists from, from mainland China mostly. Did you go anywhere else in, in Thailand? No, we just stayed in Bangkok. Um, I mean, it's not like you're going to run out of things to do in Bangkok. It's, okay, I just I wasn't sure. Yeah. Now we usually well sometimes we go to smaller places, but we usually stick to the major cities when we travel. But like near Bangkok, is there like beach areas? I don't really know the. There are yeah. There's beaches like in the north and the south. I think. Um, oh, but you don't you don't really like beaches, so it doesn't matter. I don't. We don't mind beaches. We just wanted you know we f- figured we'd have enough to do in the city. So did plan. you did you go to Hong Kong and use that as your base and go like back to there or just go there once and then we we, we yeah we well we flew into Hong Kong and then immediately flew to Bangkok and uh-huh. then, um, flew back to Hong Kong went to Macau which you just take a ferry from Hong Kong and then uh, ferried back to Hong Kong and ended there. Uh, Hong Kong is fucking awesome. Like it's yeah. the second time we've been. I could I feel like I could live there, but. Um, could never afford it oh it's expensive more expensive than san francisco i think yeah i think like per square foot it's the most expensive place to live on earth wow yeah well because there are so many people and like spaces at a premium like you look at like when you look at listings there it's all like 300 square feet apartments and shit is Uh, there like you know like is there a huge difference between the rich and the poor there like Oh yeah, Americans. Yeah, yeah. There's like, uh, there's this one area that uh, I guess it's close to central in Hong Kong, um, and you go up. They have like these escalators that go way up this hill, and at the top of the hill is where all the rich, uh, mostly white people live. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, it was a British colony for a while, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Um, no, Hong Kong's an island, right? Or no? Yes. So it has the same limitations. Well, there's there's different parts. There's there's um, like Hong Kong Island, and then there's Macau and stuff, which is, which, if you go far enough in, is connected to the mainland, but not really what most people consider Hong Kong. So, but th- does it have the same problem of San Francisco, where it's there's no no place to expand? It's like this is it. Oh yeah, no... it's it, everything's built up. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, vertically. So everything's just gigantic apartment towers and stuff. Uh, and what what kind of place did you stay at in Hong Kong? We just I mean we stayed at a hotel in on Hong Kong Island in uh, this area called Wan Chai. Um, it's like, like in a, the middle of everything kind of, you know. Like a super high rise hotel that kind of place. Oh yeah, I think That's I mean neat. I can't remember what floor we were on, but yeah, it was pretty high. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a good place to visit. If you can go and like, if you're on, if you're on the island part, 
um, it's I guess it's a little more uh, wealthy and a lot more people you can get by in English a lot easier there uh, and if you go to Lake Kowloon it's less so but but still does it remind you of any American city or is it kind of a, its own thing it's kind of its own thing the I mean the closest American city to me would be New York just because it's so huge and there's like a million things to do and you know restaurants mm -hmm. on every corner and yeah. but it's it, it's it's not like american cities where there's like like in new york there's chinatown there's no section of hong kong that would, that would be considered people from another country it's no not really yeah, yeah no it's all i mean there is there are like i said that that uh area in central where where the rich people are that's kind of like the expat area it's a lot mm -hmm. more english stuff over there and there's also this uh area called stanley beach where you can go and it's basically all uh like retired british people too but yeah no there's no like korea town or anything there <laughs> that's that's pretty have you ever gone to australia no because the flights are insane yeah even um, like yeah it's, even to go like someplace nearby and keep going it's it's too expensive i think so yeah we haven't really like looked at like maybe going to japan first or something maybe that would work out but have you gone to japan no I think that's yeah. going to be next. Yeah, you've like never been to Asia, week. right? No, I've been to. I've never even been to mainland Europe. I've been to Ireland, England, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I think you would like it. Um, if you go to Bangkok, I guess you go between December and February. That's what they say. That's when it's the best time to go. Yeah, we did get pickpocketed. So hot. Really? Did Bangkok, you lose your money in a Buddhist in a Buddhist temple? Um. No, they for me they just took a pack of cigarettes and from Viv they took her glasses, sunglasses. So we were we were lucky they didn't get our wallets or anything. But did you know right away, or is it something you checked later and they were gone? We checked we checked later and they they were wow, gone. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. There were like signs up all over, beware of pickpockets. So they're that good, or is it just like their people are up like so close to each other you would never know? There were a ton of people in there, but I think they're also really good. Like yeah, they they warn about it all over. There's like gangs of pickpockets. That's, I mean, that's awful, but also pretty awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I do admire people who put the effort into learning a trade. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I just couldn't fucking believe how hot it was there. But yeah, that's, that's my adventures. It was fun overall. That's good. You're gone for like a month. I know. What have, what have you been up to in that time? <laughs> Nothing that can compare to that, so forget it. <laughs> You've seen some shows and stuff, right? Oh, I guess I did. Like Courtney Barnett might have, been, might have happened when you were gone, I think. That was fun. And I saw Mystery Science Theater live, which was really fun. And I saw... Oh, what's the name of the... Oh, I can't remember the name of the band. It's, uh, it's someone you know. <laughs> Oh, that narrows it down. If they have melodic voices, they most of the songs they sing together. Girlpool. Girlpool, yes, the Girlpool, which is awesome. And I did not know that the, oh, you the singer of Girlpool was uh, is transgendered. I didn't either there. until I saw that their their new album coming out, and I saw like the pictures and stuff, and I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't know until I saw the show. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, and their voice is, change, is changing a little bit because of, of the process. Yeah, but, exactly. I was going to say. And I think it, it's, it's super brave that they're performing. Like, like people knew what their voice was like before and they're right. going through it. And it's, that, that's pretty cool. So it's, it's anyways, it was still a great show. It was awesome. Yeah, and and when I first saw it, I was like, still Wait. a great show. What a yeah, idiotic thing to say. <laughs> when I when I first saw the the thing and, and heard one of the new songs, um, I was like, "Wait, they didn't kick out one of the members." Um, so <laughs> I, it was like the same for me. I didn't I didn't realize really at first what was going on, but yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, also, so welcome to Night Vale, which was fun. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean. What do they do for that? Do they put on any kind of production, or are they just reading? I mean, just it's a longer show. It's but it's... they're just they're on stage. It, it's it <laughs> is and it's worth going to. I, it was it was really funny, but the crowd is like the crowd is mostly like super fans, and they are so hyped up, and the energy is is it's awesome. It's really <laughs> it's fun, and they're they're their audience is, is like, it's much different than I would expect from listening to the podcast. It's very progressive, very young. And I guess it's, it's primarily transgendered and female. Oh, which I, I wouldn't I don't have know. guessed that Me neither, but it was, it's a fun, it's one of the, like I saw it at the Keswick where I, I don't see a lot of things, but a bunch of things, but once in a while when the show is going to be primarily female or, you know, you know what I mean? The audience is, is mostly women. They, they, they jigger the bathrooms where the, the, the bathrooms are no longer uh, men and women. And it's, yeah. It's, uh, you know, use whatever one you want. And they did that for, they didn't do it for mystery science theater, but they did it for, uh, <laughs> welcome to night Vale on the yay queen. Yay show. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that was, that was a fun show too. What is yay queen? Yay. That what it was called. The one with, uh, the, 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 the uh, Alana from oh, Alana City. Glazer and uh, and the one the, from yeah. the other <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah yeah I don't know but uh, that was that was yeah there was a couple of fun live things I went to yeah I haven't gone to anything really going well, to see I just, I just went to Asia no yeah, big deal yeah. going to see Bob next March. Uh, they announced this, the San Francisco Sketchfest lineup, but there's nothing super exciting, actually. Really? Um, although my friend Paul, well, Paul Myers, he was a guest on the show once. He's doing a... Oh, Kids in the, kids yeah, in the Hall? Yeah, Kids in the Hall thing. Yeah, they're going to show he, Brain Candy and he, and then, you know, be in discussion with the Kids in the Hall. Well, that, that's worth going to. Yeah. So I'll go to that. And, uh, and then another one of my friends is an executive producer for the... Uh, Busy Phillips show, which I, I haven't seen because I don't have cable, but um, that's coming too. So I might go to that and at least try to say hi to her. My friend, not Busy Phillips. I mean, you, could, you could go for both. I could. It seems like effort. Um, Tina Fey, also a producer on that show. I've never even heard of it. What channel is it on? E. It's, oh. it's Busy Tonight. I guess it's like a talk show that she hmm. has. That's yeah. cool. Uh, she's funny, so that's probably is a good show. She's very funny. Yeah, I guess she got the show based on her Instagram, which is supposedly really hilarious and stuff. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't really check out Instagram, but 
so if if someone's already famous and they have a big Instagram, are they still considered influencers? Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on if they if they post brands and stuff on there. Oh, uh, that's that's the decision. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, influencers, I guess, is kind of a an amorphous term. I don't really know like what they're influencing. If it's buying decisions, that's what I would imagine people are would be most interested in. But who knows? Uh, yeah. Anyway, nothing exciting now. We had some fires here. I heard. Yeah, I'm sure the whole country heard. Nope, just me. Oh, you, you have did a, you did you, you have, have to wear a mask on your Google alerts? Uh, I should have, um, but I didn't get one until like basically after it. I didn't need it. <laughs> so basically, when you're outside smoking, you're smoking twice. Yeah, or four times. Maybe possibly <laughs> the air was really fucking bad, man. Uh, yeah. Was it bad in? I guess it had to be Oakland's right there. I was because I heard a lot about San Francisco the air being bad, but I didn't really hear about Oakland as much. You never do, yeah. I mean, That's yeah, it true. was it was just as bad here because I, I work <laughs> in San Francisco, so um, I could do a comparison. I took, you know, I took out my equipment, measured the uh, level of particulates in the air. Yeah, it's about about even. Uh, yeah, Ugh. it's terrible. I mean, I have I know i kind of know through others and and well family actually i have a couple uh family more distant family members who lost everything in those fires oh my god wow jeez i know uh yeah and then i guess it was pretty bad down in uh malibu and shit too now where is paradise fuck if i know dude it's you know it's like northern california I don't know, like mountain country. Okay, I, w- I wasn't sure where it was. Bunch of billies. <laughs> Not hillbillies, just billies. No, just billies. Or goats. Yeah, a lot of goats up there. Um, yeah. Anyway. Wow, fa- I'm just I've, I looked for Bob Mould when you mentioned it, and and uh, the show the the venue that Bob Mould's playing has a lot of neat things going on in February. Such as. Ty Seagal and White Fence, Deerhoof. Deerhoof is followed by Deer Hunter, which I think is appropriate. Even though they're nothing alike. <laughs> yeah, but they both have deer in their name. Teenage Fan Club, I didn't even know they were around. Oh, yeah, I, I, saw, them. I, I saw them last year. I'm going to see them, too, I think, they're here in February. I didn't know Dido was still around, and I didn't know this was the kind of place she would play. Well, probably now. I mean, what, she had one hit in the 90s, and now... Uh, yeah. Yeah, teenage fan clubs we're seeing. Mm-hmm. They're good. It's a good venue that they're 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 playing at the Union Transfer. I think it's the best, uh, maybe not the best, but the best biggish venue in Philadelphia. It's independent. I think it's independent. It's definitely not owned by um, what's the big Live Nation big, or whatever. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not Live Nation. The Live Nation venue is fine, but you know their ticket. If, yeah. They have weird ticketing rules that, like, uh, you can transfer, you show up, and you, you there's no service fees or anything. But uh, the Fillmore, which is the Live Nation venue, I hate the name, um, 
they make it so if you show up at the box office like the day tickets are available you don't have to pay a fee but after that there's a fee which doesn't make any sense oh yeah that yeah bob's playing at the fillmore here in san francisco and there you can go to the box office anytime and get tickets and not have to pay a fee which yeah i love it's just kind of out of the way but but even even union transfer they they used to i think ticket fly when they got hacked it screwed everything up but these there's a record store that was right downtown and you could get tickets for union transfer there and there was no fee so it's a very good venue what are, is the Trocadero still around? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I don't like it that much. No, it's it's okay. I've I've only seen a couple things there. I I'm an idiot. I miss seeing Broad City there, but I saw uh, Doug Love's movies or not Doug Love's Doug 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 Benson. Yeah, Doug Benson do a like Revenge of the Nerds riff. Oh right, there. right. And they have weekly movie nights, and that's fun. But as a venue, it's just okay. It's not really updated that well. It's but it's good. It's it's right in the heart of Chinatown. Oh, is it? I I just I've got a few like bootlegs of shows from there. That's the only yeah. reason I even know of it. The guy at work, anytime I bring that up, he has a very good Trucadero story that I can't do it justice. But it involves him getting stabbed. That is a good story. <laughs> Wait, how did he get stabbed? I don't know. It was a punk show. He's like he's been going to punk shows since he's like thirteen, and he's this big big guy and somehow he got stabbed at the trocadero and he he survived the show through the whole show oh my god <laughs> he had to stay to finish the show i mean of course it's it's the punk epic right <laughs> i had a girlfriend who uh broke her arm in the pit at uh, a club here that's no longer around but um at some punk show and then she got like so she didn't see they gave her like free tickets to any show for life. And that's, so. why they, that's why they're closed up because they yep. couldn't afford paying for her tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they gave her free tickets for life and the place showed up, uh, closed up in two months. So it really wasn't worth it. She should have sued. When we had, when I was in a band, we actually played at that club. And, and uh, when we were done, we were like, they weren't very forthcoming with the money. So I like stormed into the manager's office and was like demanding our money. And wow! They paid us, and and uh, then they closed like a week later. <laughs> we didn't even know they were closing, but at the time, at the time, this was really cool. But in retrospect, it's even cooler. There's a there's a club, a famous club in DC called the Nine Thirty Club. Oh yeah, and it used to be at Nine Thirty F Street. That's how it got its name. Now it's on. Now its name has nothing to do with what's where it's at. Anyway, be, for some somehow, I got involved in a situation where I knew the band that was playing, and I got to be backstage at the Nine Thirty Club, and it was pretty much the highlight of my life <laughs> well what band was it it was a band of melting hopefuls uh, a roommate in college was a, a like a rock writer and he somehow got the melting hopefuls somehow contacted him and they came and they played at like some hole in the wall venue and they stayed in our dorm room because they didn't have a place to stay and the next, then they gave us a bunch of swag for letting them stay. And then the next time they came, they said, "Come to the show for free, and you can come backstage and hang out." And it was great. It was really fun, and everybody in the band was a lot of fun. And this is the first time I heard the theory that John Denver was a Muppet. The lead singer of the Melting Hopeful said, "I'm pretty sure John Denver is a Muppet because he died not long after Jim Henson died." <laughs> he he is very Muppet-like. Yep. Very Kermit-like, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. Show the lie. It's not there. Should we take a break and we'll come back and talk about more uh, nothing?
Sure. All right. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. We're back. Um, have you seen any movies or anything? No, I really have. I've not seen any any movies at all lately. I'm watching, catching up on some shows like Bosch. One of the oh, yeah. Bosch. It's very good. I think it's. I, I I think you even undersold it when you said you liked it. Oh yeah, I we watched. I mean, we've watched it all. We watched. It yeah, yeah. It's it's great. So I watched that. I haven't, yeah, I, have, I know there's a lot of good movies out there. I haven't like I haven't like I know you saw the Queen movie and you liked it. I did. That's actually going to be my recommendation. So thanks for bringing it up. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that I did because you know I don't like biopics, especially music biopics. They're always mm-hmm. really, really stupid. And I mean, it did have problems, but it was fun. Although uh, one of one of the, I haven't seen it yet, but one of the tweets that I saw after it came out was, like I think people mostly like it, but this was the main criticism I saw. the The main way they showed that Freddie Mercury was gay that he stared longingly at another man. And that was it. <laughs> no, they 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 went more into it than that. <laughs> I no, mean, that would have been kind of stupid <laughs> at this point in history. But yeah, I mean, that is the kind of thing you would think a biopic would do. No, they they dealt with it better than that, thankfully. <laughs> Maybe the person didn't say it. <laughs> they probably didn't. Uh, yeah, no, and that yeah, that's all I've seen. Um, did you ever see? Ah, um, oh, fuck. Blind spotting. No. What yeah. is that? That's the one with. Um, oh my god, what's his name? The dude from Hamilton, not Lin Manuel, but um, clipping dude. Oh, oh, yeah. What is? I forget his name, but I forgot it. Was that good? I forgot that was coming out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I thought it was pretty good. It was. Oh, I didn't cool. enjoy it as much as. Uh, sorry to bother you, but you know, sorry to bother. Which I also you. haven't seen yet. Oh, geez, dude. Yeah, you got to get on it. Yeah. Uh, which is also like a really good soundtrack, uh, by the Coup. David Diggs is his David name. Diggs, yes, sorry. And he wrote it with uh, his friend who also stars in it, I guess. Oh, and Ethan Embry is in it. I always like him. He does he does an equally good job being like a kind of a sweet friend and an evil man. And I don't know what he is in this, but... <laughs> yeah, because I don't know his name, so I don't know either. Uh, Officer Merlina was his character in this. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Oh, I know who he is, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... Not a great cop in this. <laughs> um, and Terry Crews is in it as well. Is he really? I didn't no, know that. No, Terry Crews is in Sorry to Bother You. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of which, when is Brooklyn Nine-Nine coming back? Next year. I've seen ads for it. I've seen ads too. I just said, 
I never saw the date. And why, oh, I didn't see the date either. Why was there no good place this week? I guess they're taking a holiday break. Well, holiday's over. Uh, good place. Sorry to inform you. I'm I'm kind of excited to see the next episode because. Brooklyn Nine-Nine premieres January 10th. Yeah, we get to see what the void is like. Yeah, and I imagine uh, Jason Manzoukas will make another appearance. Well, wait, I thought the last time we saw J- Jason Manzoukas, he was at um, the Medium Place. Did he go back to the void? I don't know. That's true. Yeah, you're right. He was at the Medium Place. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the only show like that's on that I'm watching regularly. I'll watch, um, I'll watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine when it comes on, and I'll watch... Uh, I Zombie when it comes on for its final season. Yeah, when is that's? I wonder when that's coming back. I don't. I think it's January as well, maybe yeah. February. Yeah, but I mean, after we did those, the new fall season shows, I, there's nothing that interests me. I still like uh, the the God Friend of Me show. I still watch that. Do you really? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I love Joe Morton so much, and I like the—I don't remember the name of the main guy in that show, but I like him too. So it's—it's—it's it's, it's a very silly show, but I think that I still watch The Rookie too. I don't enjoy The Rookie as much, but those are the two shows I kept watching. Yeah, well, I—I I liked The Rookie more than you and Viv did, I think, because um, right. I thought it had potential. I think that first episode was uh, kind of a mess, but I think it's gotten better. I—I think I watch it more because I'm curious where it's going to go. Yeah. And it's okay when I watch it. It's the characters are interesting, and Nathan Fillion really, I really like him, so it's worth it just for him. And I mean, I think we both have continued to watch the show about the uh, doctor who takes over that hospital. I can't even remember <laughs> the name of that. <laughs> New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Oh my God, has that that? I can't believe that That's, hasn't been canceled yet. I don't know. I, I, I was kind of watching a few of the Million Little Lies too, but that got too much, so I stopped. Yeah, that's too bad because it has a good cast, but yeah. Yeah, but they, spoiler alert, killed off the one of the best parts of the cast. Well, yeah, yeah, well, we spoiled that in the... <laughs> well, they it. did, so yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, nothing, man, there's nothing really on the horizon here. It's I don't know. You know no, there's... Uh, next year, there's movies coming out, like the next Avengers... That's pass. Hard pass. You didn't see the first Avengers, I guess. Because if you had, you'd want to see the next one and see what happened, because everyone got snapped. Yeah, I, I mean, I have read Marvel comic books for a good portion of my life, so I'm pretty, pretty well-versed in what happens when people die in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Uh, they used to stick to the this, this story that... They'll never bring back Norman Osborn. That's one of my biggest disappointments with Marvel. It was after I stopped reading, but then I went back and read it, and I was like, man, that was not a good idea. Well, did they bring back Gwen Stacy, too? Well, that I don't mind because it's in a different different world. It's like a different not, uh, yeah, universe. Right, not in the not in like the same universe. So there's 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 actually two Gwen Stacy books. One Gwen Stacy book is a alternative universe where she becomes Spider well Spider Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen, yeah, which is fun, and then there's another one which, actually, no, this is not Gwen Stacy. It's just someone named Gwen becomes Deadpool, and it's 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 that's worth reading. Have you ever read that uh, no. Gwenpool? It's the I've read the first couple. It's like 
somehow this this comic book reader ended up in the in like a comic book universe through who knows how and so she knows all the tropes so she talks directly to the audience and she's really big into killing things and it's, it's very funny so but marvel's still doing the multiverse thing then i guess i guess i don't i don't really know how it all works i don't either. No, I, I don't think they are I don't know because there is because they they had the big thing a couple of years ago where they they shut down all the alternative yeah. universes. So I don't know where Spider Gwen lands on all that. Ah well, if I'm sure a, they have some convoluted yeah. explanation for it. <laughs> if, it. if it's a popular enough character, they don't care because in addition to the multiverse, as far as like they had the Ultimate Universe and the regular standard universe, they also have the Spider Verse. And there's all these universes with different Spider-Men. Oh, there was a an animated movie that's coming out. It's not out yet. Yeah, it's not out yet. Yeah, that, oh, I thought it was out because it's gotten really, really good reviews. Has it? Yeah, oh, that's cool. It looks good. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, yeah, I've seen people saying it's the best Marvel property, even though I guess it's Sony. Well, I but, guess. Yeah. yeah but... Aren't they doing a Dark Phoenix X-Men movie at some point? I remember seeing... Yeah, I think that's coming out next. The a- Yeah, the actor from Game of Thrones is playing Jean Grey. Really? Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming out next year. The red-headed one. You know, they're they're limited in who they can cast for that. Simon, yeah. Simon Kinberg directed. No idea. I think he's... He's been around. It, I, I don't think Singer can do anything anymore. Oh, this is good. He he wrote X-Men The Last Stand, so it's good you got someone who wrote the worst X-Men ever to be involved with <laughs> this X-Men. He also wrote Apocalypse, which I heard wasn't that good, but I never saw that one. Apocalypse? But he co-wrote Day- oh, yeah, that was yeah. The, that was the last one. The Days of, uh, Days of Future Past was actually very good, so he wrote, he wrote that one too. But that one was really had almost nothing to do with the original Days of Future Past story, so I wonder how the Dark Phoenix one will go. Yeah. Uh, here's some uh, here's some bummer news. Did you see that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was accused of sexual harassment yeah. and assault what? by a few <laughs> yeah. people? It sucks. Why yeah. does why do people have to suck so bad? I know. Yeah, let's just get off it because enough, enough sucks in the world right now. But yeah, that was a uh, bummer to read. I'm sure it was a bummer for it to happen to those women. I mean, you know, I'm less less interested in that in, than in my feelings on it. Um, Agreed. Only on your feelings, not mine. Yeah, no, I know. That's really shitty. Anyway, uh, yeah, what? There's, there's nothing. Well, I don't know. I guess, you know, we just went on a trip, and now we have to save for, like, the holidays. So haven't really been, like, going to movies or doing anything that much but watching tv we did get a playstation 4 so now yeah uh, oh wow wow i'm thinking of getting one That's yeah because they went on sale um yeah. what's that you get any games for it or it came with spider-man right it came with spider-man yeah and then we got a couple um you know black friday games um nino cooney 2 i don't know if you ever it's like the studio ghibli game so it's it looks really good well the first one did Ooh, hold on a sec our connection is poor all right, even though it was like probably one minute ago, I forgot what I was saying. So anyway, oh, yeah, just... You're saying what games you got, you got for PlayStation 4? Oh, yeah, that Nino Kuni 2. So it's like a Studio Ghibli game. We had the first one for the PS3, so it looks really good. Um, anyway. How but, do you like it? How do you like the PS4? Um, yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I don't know what the... Uh, 
from what I can tell, it's just you can play different games on it. It's not yeah. that different. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to get one before the end of the year. I got a new TV on Black Friday that was cheap, so I decided to get a PS4. But I'm, you know, I'm waiting for that build and yeah yeah did you actually go out and get it yeah i have a tradition with my friend we always go to uh like the big box stores like bj's and sam and sam's and costco and the, you know it's not really that big of a deal at those stores because their sales are the whole weekend and they don't have those deals that are so impossible that people get trampled for that there's only five in the store yeah so yeah it was, it was it was fine i got good reviews and they have a good warranty so i got it so it's exciting Oh man, I never went out on Black Friday once, and that was, and it was like one of those where like there were five of what you wanted. Yeah, I've never done that. I don't think I'd enjoy that as much. I just, you know, my friend and I have this tradition. It's kind of fun to hang out and, you know, just talk and look at what look at like people watch. But we're not going to like Walmart or whatever where people are all over the place. We're going to stores where there's a lot of people and you wait in line, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I know. I mean, online they don't really ever have anything super great. No, I I think now like the WalMarts and Best Buys and they do all their sales that they have in the store. They have online now, so like oh, waiting really in line. Yeah, waiting in line is not as as important as it used to be. And also, I don't think that I think they've learned that people are going to die if they do it. So their deals aren't as impossible as they used to be either. Like well, they're yeah, reasonable. That's smart. They're reasonable. They're not like basically what it was before was a lottery, and if you're the first people to get there and the <laughs> The, the strongest and the fittest you get it, but now it's just like a lot of deals, and they're not they're not lottery based. Yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, because then you you have people like camping out for days, and then like yeah, they got like they go down to city hall and get the floor plans of the fucking store, <laughs> so they know exactly where to make a beeline. And then you have like people on TV talking about it in the stands, like, dude, that's the only way they can afford this stuff. Don't don't look down on the people. It's like it's like from both ends. I mean, I I don't know. I don't I don't want people to get trampled, but I also can understand why they're doing it. They oh. want to have have things that they can now afford. Yeah. Oh, I I totally I don't look down on those no, people. I, I just no, I, I just can't do it. Yeah. I like know what I'm talking about. No, though. I do. Yeah. I don't know. I think. You know, it's a it's a holiday tradition getting shot uh, at a store. <laughs> but they've, I mean, they've made it so they're open on Thanksgiving night. Yeah. So it's it's different. But of course, that sucks for some retail people. But then, you know, other pe- retail people are probably like, "See a family? I'm going to work. Thank God." Yeah. No shit. I'm getting paid double time to <laughs> not hang out with yeah. you. Hopefully. Hopefully. Although at Walmart, I, I I think they probably get paid single time and maybe get a piece of turkey. Yeah, like a slice of like right. of yeah. prepackaged turkey. Yeah, that no one wants to eat. Ah, the holidays. You but did, you, did you play Spider Man at all? Uh, no, Viv has. It's too complicated for me, man. <laughs> I love I, that game. Looks so much fun. Like for a while there, everyone was sharing. Like on Twitter, all all the famous people are sharing their like stuff they went to in New York. Like Lin Manuel Miranda was like. Went to the where Hamilton is buried in Spider Man and took a picture, which I think is really cute. <laughs> Speaking of Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, when I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, they had a preview for Mary Poppins, and it seems like he's uh, he's taking up Dick Van Dyke's role of uh, having a, a really bad British accent. <laughs> oh, Dick Van God. Dyke also appears. I haven't watched that show. I'm looking forward to that movie. I think it's going to be fun. 
I mean, it looks good. The the look of it. Um, I did not. There's a backlash against him. I guess I should have realized that, but I didn't know about it. Like, there's people who do not like his presence on social media, Lin Manuel Miranda, because he's too positive. Really? He's too yeah. positive. Yeah. That makes sense for social media, I guess. There's always a backlash. Speaking of social media, um, I posted something I thought was really funny and got no comments on it on Facebook about uh, George H.W. Bush, who just died. I didn't say it. Oh, uh, I think I said, well, I guess he's puking on Japanese foreign ministers in the afterlife now. <laughs> that was a hot... Wait, that was George W. Bush. No, that was H.W. <laughs> I see it now. I um, gave you... I gave you a like. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I'm validated now. Um, yeah, anyway. It's been fun. Uh, it's been a nice... Uh, I've had fun while I've been off. While we've been off. I guess you've been miserable. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, we'll come back with some actual episodes. I think, uh, I don't know, I've run out of of nothing to talk about so uh, i have a game i want to play sometime we don't have to play it today since it sounds like we're wrapping up but i heard it on freedom and they didn't play it and i think it would be fun it was that did you listen to the episode where they had like you say the title of a of something like i think in, in the show they gave an example as Macbeth, and then the your your person the next person i thought i thought we changed the rules a little bit your person would say like William Shakespeare, because he wrote Macbeth. So, like, somehow link to it. And then for William, you could say William Shatner. So, just link to it in some way. Oh, yeah. And just keep going. And I thought that would be fun. And I thought it, an addendum is, like, you have to say how they're related if it's not obvious. I mean, the other person has to guess how they're related. Like, I would guess because they have the same name, William. But sometimes it won't be so obvious. Right. Because it's just free association. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I thought that would be a fun deal. The whole goddamn episode of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do like that podcast. Yeah. Oh, me too. Uh, and I know another podcast you like, which is going to be part of your recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. So I wasn't going to recommend it because I could save it for next time, but I won't remember. So I'll recommend the new Conan O'Brien podcast on, well, do you need Stitcher premium to listen to it? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have it on Stitcher premium. And if you don't, you probably hear ads, but it's very good. It's called Conan O'Brien needs a friend or kind of yeah, needs a friend. friend and he has there's only been two episodes so far but he has people on and he just talks to them he's like i i think the the premise is that he talks to all these famous people all the time and he doesn't really have any friends and i don't know how sincere it is in the will ferrell episode it just seemed like kind of a joke but the kristen bell episode actually kind of seemed like he sincerely doesn't have many friends which was was i don't know but it was still good he's, he's an interesting guy so that's a good podcast and my second recommendation is a show on Netflix that I've been avoiding watching, not for any good reason. It's just, it, it popped up for a long time, but I never watched it, called American Vandal, which was excellent. And it's too bad I watched the whole thing before it got canceled, so now I have to be disappointed like everyone else is a fan of it. But it's a, a mockumentary about uh, high school pranksters and, and the, the AV club at the school doing a documentary to get the bo- to the bottom of who did each prank. And it's two seasons at two different schools. And it's it's very funny, but it's also super endearing. And it's like well-written characters that you by the end of the seasons you're you're like engaged with and and like enjoy seeing yeah it's like a serial type thing but with really stupid crimes right yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not i think 
I think one of the reasons I avoided it, not avoided it, just, but I, I wasn't ready to watch eight episodes of, of like full on parody, but it really, it transcends parody and becomes like an interesting story. Oh, okay. That's good. Did you, uh, did you watch making a murderer? Did you watch? Not yet. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, I think it's more, it's not less serial since it's a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, but yeah. yeah. But it uses a lot of those documentary tropes, like using, uh, like, computer aided design to make what what would like where the things were thrown from and that kind of thing um yeah i well i'm gonna recommend bohemian rhapsody as i said i think rami malik does a really good job um it's mostly it's overall very fun and i thought you know despite all the bio typical biopic problems it's it's good um, do you think he's named after the movie what Rami, Rami and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure that's how he got his name. Okay. Where else would it come from? Mm-hmm. Um. Ah, Mira Sorvino, where have you gone? Uh, well, yeah, we know where she went and why. I'm. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I, uh, yeah, I've also been. I'm on the second season of In the Dark, which was one of your recommendations, and that seems like. Speaking of uh, making a murder, it seems like such a obvious gross miscarriage of justice. I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. Well, you're on the set. The, the first season was bad enough. I mean, yeah. And the, the great thing about the first season, it was so wide ranging. Like there's one episode where they just talk about Megan's law the whole time. Like yeah. that's all they talk about. And that was very, very interesting. But the second, yeah, the second season, I don't know. All these, all these things happen in these like little bumfuck towns. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's how. The law and the same, works in these places, I guess. And the, that's the in the second season of In the Dark, they talk. They have a whole episode where they just talk about how sheriffs work, or not the whole episode, but a big, a big chunk of the time of like the political, like yeah, yeah. with the and DA and the sheriff's mm-hmm. office. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's 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 a well done po- podcast. I, I I I think it's underrated. Actually, I don't think enough people know about it. I wish more people listened to it. Yeah, I, I most people don't know about it. I don't think. Um, all right, that'll do it, uh, pig. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Wait, I'm going to try to do it all. Um, rate us highly on iTunes and leave a review if you want. Um, like us on Facebook. And most importantly, tell your friends and loved ones to listen to this podcast. And uh, and also in the dark. Well, in the dark, it's enough, don't they? I mean, they're, pri- they're, they're public radio. Yeah, I guess that's true. Public, you know, they got those massive funds from all these people. They scam out of their money, poor old pensioners. So, yeah. Well, it's not really a scam. They're getting those tote bags. That's true. I guess old people do need tote bags to keep their their dentures and their extra livers in. Uh, So, we'll try to come up with an actual episode next time. But until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.